before we get into podcast number five, I have a quote for you. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. William James. Welcome to the Happy Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Kelsey Sampson, an authorpreneur, fantasy and personal development author, and marketer. When I joined the writing community, I saw how difficult it was for writers to say out loud that they were an author. Through Happy Right Now, my mission is to help authors fight limiting beliefs, claim their personal power, and take charge of their journey, publishing deal or not. If getting mindset advice to aid your author life sounds good for you, pull up a chair at the table. Welcome to HWN. Today we are going to talk about positive affirmations. And just like in episode three about writer's block, which by the way, I will be doing a sequel to soon uh, because I feel like I have a little bit more to say on that topic regarding novel clarity. So stay tuned for that. But just like that episode, I will be taking this topic in a different direction than you may be expecting. But before I jump in, I want to thank everybody who has left a review of the podcast so far. Reading them makes me feel so good. I love hearing your feedback and that this has helped you. So if you are listening right now and you have enjoyed the previous four episodes and are excited for this one, pause what you're doing, pause the episode, leave a review, and then come back. Reviews help podcasters, so I really appreciate it. So, positive affirmations. What the heck are they? First, if you haven't heard of that, affirmations are tools for confidence and goal setting. They are phrases that when repeated regularly can impact the way that you perceive yourself and the world around you. Positive affirmations are not quick fixes. Affirmations are powerful positive tools when they are used as a habit because of the ability to help you shift your subconscious through repetition. Now, this will probably sound very different from what you've heard before, but I view positive affirmations as loving brainwashing. Yeah, brainwashing. I think positive affirmations is brainwashing, Um, but they are basically a story. Positive affirmations are a story that you tell yourself because you want to shift your internal dialogue about a certain topic into a completely different direction. So if you tie a phrase to an activity or something that you see, um, some sort of other trigger, then every time you see that object, that incident, or that trigger, then it keeps other negative thoughts from coming up, and instead you say the positive affirmation. So treating an affirmation like a habit is a great way to brainwash yourself out of a negative habit or some other sort of self-deprecating activity. So in the past, I was very directionalist. I started a lot of projects and had big ideas, but never followed through with them. So when I started using positive affirmations in the beginning of the year, I started with one very powerful phrase, and that is, my success is inevitable. So that is an example of a positive affirmation. My success is inevitable. Other ones you may hear are, I am abundant, I am a success on my own terms, Uh, and one related to writers that I'll go more into a little bit later is words flow to me easily and effortlessly. So it's the kind of pattern. Um, And that phrase in particular, my success is inevitable, was a game changer for me. I said it over and over again, both out loud and also in my head. I still say it every day. I probably say it like a hundred times a day and I'm not exaggerating. I say it all the time. And I often combine it 
especially in the beginning with visualizations, like I would imagine myself being interviewed about a book release. So I would say out loud or in my head, my success is inevitable. Then I would imagine myself at the book event going through all the motions and getting interviewed. And then I would say the phrase again, my success is inevitable. Because when you tell yourself that no matter what, you will achieve your goal, it impacts your perspective on challenge. So if you refer back to episode two, where I talk about how your pain is serving you, if I have a setback in my goal, I tell myself that that setback is so that I can learn something. And then by applying that knowledge, I am helping my inevitable success in the long term. So the phrase helped change me and the way that I accomplish things so much in the short term and in the long term. So it has helped me be more patient, which is also what is on episode four. Episode four is about patience in my writing journey. So knowing that I believe my success to be inevitable, it makes it easier for me to be patient because I know that it's worth it. Now that I believe without a doubt in my inevitable success, it's just as easy for me to tie that affirmation to other ones that I know that I'm trying to work on. So for example, right now I'm trying to deal with my scarcity mindset because for a long time I was scared about running out of money. You know, I was unemployed for 13 months. Um, so after being unemployed for that long, you know, being scared of running out of money is, (laughs) it makes sense. Um, but also in terms of time. I feel like I'm always running out of time to do the things that I need to do. So I've combined the idea of those scarcity mindsets where I want to shift out of that feeling and then combine it with the affirmation of my success. Because since I believe in already that one affirmation, I can tie it to other ones. They call it like habit stacking so that then I make the other statements stronger. So now I often say, my success is inevitable. I always have more than enough money and time for what is most important. And I say both of those phrases together because I already believe in my success. And if I believe in my success, then I have to believe in the second statement as well. So that's a different shift on what you would say most people would I guess, introduce positive affirmations for. Now, if you're not sure how to create the positive affirmation for yourself, here's kind of the general formula. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So, for example, saying words come to me easily and effortlessly is very different than saying I never have writer's block. You see the difference? Like you're focusing in the first instance, words come to me easily and effortlessly. You are instead focusing on the outcome. When you say, I never have writer's block, you are focusing on the bad thing. You're focusing on the block. So that's kind of a general formula for how you can determine an affirmation for you. And I do suggest that you find a custom affirmation, something that's important to you, something that's related to something you're trying to get rid of, but focusing on the outcome rather than the thing you're getting rid of. If you want some place to start, you can go to rebeccaksampson.com freebies. And that is where it's on my website. There's also a tab. If you just go to rebeccaksampson.com, there's a tab that says author freebies, and that will get 
get you into the author freebie library, and I have on there a list of 22 positive affirmations for authors that you can download, and that'll give you a good place to start. And now that's the kind of introductory part. I'm sorry, I don't know why my voice is acting so weird today. So that is the introductory part, and now I have a little bit of the even crazier idea. So if you thought that was already a little bit of a weird way to talk about affirmations, being loving brainwash, this next one is going to be really weird. (laughs) But I love doing that in these podcasts. I love sharing with you guys what works for me in a different, unique perspective than maybe what you've heard before. Because a lot of people have explored personal development and a lot of people listen to kind of like the same thought leaders in different industries. So hearing it in a different POV, even though it's the same material, just thought taught of in a different way, sometimes that can unlock things in you. So speaking of triggers and habit stacking for positive affirmations, I'm going to talk to you about a concept called angel numbers. It's a little bit out there, but the idea is that the universe or angels is constantly trying to send you messages through different number patterns. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You've never heard of that before. This is a little weird. It's a little off kilter. Probably not something you were expecting me to bring up, but I actually use the concept of angel numbers as a tool to create positive affirmation triggers that then make happy thoughts a habit. So whether or not you think the universe is talking to you through number patterns, because I know that's kind of like, what? (laughs) Then it's still a good way to be aware of patterns as a way of a tool. I don't know. (laughs) Let me just show you an example. So the idea of angel numbers is repeating patterns or sequences of numbers, usually three to four repeating numbers is a message. So 222, 333, etc. When people say 1111, 1111 is an angel number. So all of those things together, when you're aware of number patterns and you pay attention to all the numbers around you, and then you see patterns in phone numbers, in addresses, in street signs, in the prices of things, things like that, then it's a trigger to remember that angel phrase. And Every number pattern has this particular angel phrase, and you can Google it if you want to see it. I've read a few different guides on them, but because of the way that I use it, not as an actual like message that I'm considering from an angel, I took all of the different meanings of the different angel numbers, and I kind of converted them into my own like reminder system of things that I wanted to pay attention to. So now every time I see 222, I think to myself, everything is okay. Because sometimes you just need to be reminded that you don't have to worry all the time. So whenever I see 222, I think everything is okay. And I've memorized the sequence of phrases for different number patterns. So whenever I see those numbers, I think the pattern. Another one that I use for 555 is my life is about to change because I love change and I love thinking about new chapters in my life. So whenever I see 555, I think about change. And then for 333, this one's a little bit out there, but I think the world rearranges for me. So it's like the universe is working for me and helping me. So whenever I see 333, I think of the world shifting in different things coming into place to give me more opportunity. So those are a few examples of how you can use the idea 
of positive affirmations, combine it with triggers, and the triggers could be numbers. It could be every morning when you get coffee, you could say out loud a memorized phrase every time you get coffee. It's just the idea of combining positive thoughts related to empowering yourself with a trigger that you see around you or that comes up often to then form repetitive thought patterns that change your life. (laughs) So kind of a, a big idea with a small thing to learn, just the idea of positive affirmations because you create your own story. The things that you tell yourself matter more than the things you hear from others. What you believe is what shapes your life. So if you make it a habit to remember the good things, it's kind of like having a daily gratitude practice. The more that you practice gratitude, the more that you're able to be grateful for. So the more that you are nice to yourself, the more empowered, confident, the more that you can approach any scenario. So that is my episode on positive affirmations. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Send me a DM on Instagram at Rebecca K. Sampson. Let me know if you've done a review. Again, I would really appreciate it because it does help me. And it's also just good to give other people that may be unsure about whether or not to try a podcast because there are so many podcasts out there and a lot of them in the writing niche and in the personal development niche, there's a lot to ingest and it's hard to see who you want to spend your time on. So if you leave a review letting people know why you recommend this podcast, then it helps other people find the right podcast for them. So I do appreciate it. And don't forget to get your free 22 positive affirmations for authors. You can do so on rebeccaksampson.com slash freebies to get into the author freebie library. I'm adding more freebies every single month and I'll make sure to call out any relevant ones on this podcast. And if you are listening to this, the day it comes out, today is September 3rd, but on September 5th, I'm releasing information about my first online course. So to be the first person to find out about it, go and join my Instagram at Rebecca K. Sampson, but I will also be sharing more on it on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. To get the most out of HWN, join the newsletter. It comes with author freebies and a members-only page. Subscribe now at rebeccaksampson.com slash join. It will be linked in the show notes. If what you heard today resonated with you, please share this episode on social media. Take a screenshot right now and tag me on Instagram and Twitter. My username is at Rebecca K. Sampson on all social media platforms. As you know, reviews help authors and there's no difference here. Leave a review on your favorite podcast app to help spread the word. I'll talk to you soon.